Welcome to the first ever podcast of True Heart, where we learn how to be our best selves through exploration, through adventuring, through learning, through journeying. Um, my name is David. I have Alex over here. Hello. Hi. You're so serious. I am serious. Come I on. Like, I have like a suit and tie and everything. I know. You're so fancy today. You're looking very Christian gray. <laughs> You can't see it, but I'm blushing. Just slight blushing. Slight blush. <laughs> and I figured, you know, this is a new change for me. And I figured a good first episode would be talking about change and how it affects us. It's an exciting change. It is an exciting change, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. Like, every time I get ready to do a change, and I don't know if it's the same for you guys, too. But it's always, for me, it's scary. It's like so, like, all of my emotions, all of my everything bubbles up. It's like, you know, what could go wrong? What could be affected by this change? Or even worse, what if it happens? What if it goes through? What if my life's changed in a positive way, you know? It's just one of those things that pops up before anything like this ever happens. Well, I mean, change is, you know, change is constant, you know? I think a lot of people, I think this is my thought. The people who are afraid of change, it's kind of inherent in us. We, well, we're, we're creatures of habits. We're animals by nature. And a change in our, in our environment is innately a scary. It's funny because, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about being happy. Like, nothing about me is habitual. No, I mean, no, no. I know. But I think most people like habitual. Most people like state stability. They like their day to start very similar, end very similar. You know, I was having a, you know, I was doing some reading and uh, uh, kind of prepping. You were doing this. reading? I was surprised too, yeah. Wow, big words? Uh, even pictures. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, I was having a thought, right? Like You were having thoughts? I'm sorry. <laughs> no one's surprised than you are. <laughs> but it's like, what if change, what if people are so afraid of change because they're afraid of losing themselves? I mean, how many people were the same as they were when they were like five or six they are now? And the thought of just being a different person, the thought of just losing yourself completely to a different set of circumstance, to a different, that could be intimidating. Well, I think, uh, you know, I actually think you're reading a little too deep into change because there are different variances of change, of course. So like, for example, you could just go to work today and get fired. Your whole life has changed. Do you change? Probably not. But your circumstances do. Well, it's funny because, you know, I'm not sure if you know this, but I do a little bit of traveling here and there. And uh, actually, No, I don't know that at all. Yeah, new, new information. I um, actually, you know, I went to Iceland about a year or two back. And Iceland's a very resistant to change country, right? Um, they've had, they're very intertwined with their government. And their government is very strict on keeping everything the way it is. And then I got back from South Africa uh, about a year ago. And like everything over there is always changing, always updating, always, you know. And a lot of people there say that the South Africa that they had today is the same one they had 20 years ago, 30 or 40 years ago. And a lot of people are scared by that. And it's like when you, when every generation sees that they're fading, when every generation sees that they're just whittling away to the winds. It's, it's, they lose themselves. It's just scary. See, I actually, I don't, I think a lot of people are excited about change. 
you know, I think, you know, I think a lot of people want to see change in They want sorry about that guys. We had some technical difficulties. No. Whoops. Um, you know, I think a lot of people enjoy change, you know, and they want change in their lives. So, you know, yes, is change scary? Yes. But I think you've got different variants of change. If someone dies, then that's that's a very sad change. It's a very scary change. Um, you know, if a bad boyfriend breaks up with you, that's a good change. That's a good change. So, so, you know, I don't think everybody don't is think afraid to change. Afraid. So how do you handle a scary change? Then? Like, how do you handle a change that uh, at its core changes everything about you? Like, you sold your house recently, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. And that was a big change. That was a huge change in my life. But... I was, I was ready for that change and I also facilitated that change so I think there's different variances of change I facilitated it now if I have a change in my life that I had no like my dog just passed away last week that change I did not facilitate that change in my life happened to me and although it was the best thing for Phoebe my dog it was not something I was expecting at that moment so I think that's, so I think, I think that's, you know, these are big differences. You know, big differences. When changes are thrust changes upon are you thrust that have nothing to do with what you're wanting, that gets scary. So you said you were ready to sell the house. How did you prep yourself to be ready for that major change? Well, I, I, I purchased the home with the uh, intention of an investment. And it came time to sell the house. And I was, it was a really good decision. The change was the change was gradual. So, so yeah. So she's, but yeah, the, the change was gradual for me, so it wasn't an abrupt change. You know the whole thing where the frog goes in the warm water and then you slowly turn it up and it boils to death? Yeah, so if you put the frog in a pot of warm water and then you slowly turn it up, he will boil to death. Now, now, if you, you throw, throw a frog in a, in a pot, pot of boiling water, water it'll jump out. I'm not, but I never do that anyway. <laughs> and you don't cook either, so we starve. They are delicious, and I make really good cheesy rice. Ladies and gentlemen, we eat like kings. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny, too, because I mean, you're talking about selling your house and everything. It's, it's funny, like, about three or four years ago i mean i was not in a good place i was about 300 pounds you kind of roll me up and down the street like an oompa loompa i mean that's sound effects that's little music and then <laughs> i kind of woke up one day i didn't you know, i didn't like my job i didn't like where i was at i didn't like the people i was hanging around with i didn't like my location and then i just kind of you know woke up one day and just decided against that and so you made a change for yourself yes but, but that know. change wasn't scary actually it was it really was like even the good changes, there's like there's scientific evidence. And I was reading some of the studies earlier that even w- when you are in the process of doing a good change, your mind can start playing tricks on you. So like you know you start losing ten pounds, for example, you know for going with a simple weight thing, your mind can sometimes start putting negative thoughts in your head, like okay you've done enough, or you've you know don't lose any more weight, or what if you keep putting the weight back on, and it, it's kind of intimidating. I mean, sure, people around you can say things, but there's nothing, there's no voice louder than the one in your head. Right. And, and I, th- I think that goes back to what I said at the beginning. 
people like their life to stay the same. Hmm. It's easy that way. But you know, it's a different kind of pain, though. Like if, I mean, if our lives didn't change and we woke up one day, we were 80 years old and we had nothing but a bag of regrets. Oh, a lot of people, I know a lot of people who live their whole life in one house. Hmm. They live their whole life in one state. They never move. So are they worse than people who move all over the country? Does that make them bad people? No. These they're well, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I met a ton of them. But it was funny because like I know when I was you know in the middle of my change, I did my first Did one. you just burp? No, I don't. Oh my gosh, you just burped. I breathe. <laughs> you breathe? I breathe. You need to stop breathing. You can't burp when you drink water. Oh yes, you can. You can. It's water. It's delicious <laughs> and watery, I suppose. Delicious and watery. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. That's that science, people. <laughs> but you know, when I got in that that first plane to Iceland, like by myself, mm-hmm. that was you know it's funny. Like I was intimidated all day. Was it funny? Sorry. <laughs> it was hilarious. Actually, there was a very cosmic humor to that. But it was like this adrenaline, this rush of what the hell's wrong with me? What the hell am I doing? And I guess if you're thinking that, you're in a great place. Because David Bowie, before he passed, he had a great statement where, you know, he was having the same problem. His music was just boring to him and just he hid everything about his life. And he went and traveled to different musics. He went to travel to different areas, to different locations, got involved with different musics. And he found, I believe it was a Bajas band. And he loved that band so much it actually revitalized him and it brought him back from the brink. And he said that if you're ever in a place where your feet don't touch the ground, you're in a great place to create. That's great. Look at you, Philosopher's Stone. Harry (laughs) Potter-ish. Of course the English girl would say that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's what I was kind of, you know, it's like, what's next now? Like, do we, I almost wonder if we, we seek change just for change's sake now, or if we. I don't think, I think a lot of people don't do that. I, I definitely do not think people seek change for change's sake. That's interesting. Oh, cool. Oh, we've been talking for over 10 minutes and we didn't hurt ourselves. Yay. And I didn't hurt you. I mean, I, I have the knife nice sitting here. Well, right. I mean, we do run along and we do ramble along and something like that. Yes, exactly. Well, I think I'm going to bring this to a close. I'm actually really happy with this first episode. Um, you know, I'm going to turn it over to her because she's got the better voice about liking, subscribing, and all that. But um, I'm glad I've done this with you guys. So if you want to follow the podcast, you need to just download the Anchor app and follow True Heart. And then David David will be updating updating his social media. And yeah, yeah. I hope you guys guys liked liked it. it. David, David, good job. David's David's doing really good with his his life coaching business as well. You probably probably saw some of his weird social social media posts posts with those really weird um, business cards. cards. I'm just kidding. They're great. David's laughing. Laugh out loud. Well, good night.